0: Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are on day three of our conversation with Elizabeth Urbanowitz. And wow, if you guys have listened to Monday and Wednesday, I know that you are so encouraged and you just, I I mean, I've been blown away (laughs) truly by what she has shared and the wisdom that God has given to this young lady. This has been such a great conversation this week, talking about how to study God's word and how to get to know the Lord even better on a more intimate level. And you've given so many good, Resources and uh, just points on how to do that. And so I, I, I'm very grateful for your time this week. Um, we're gonna talk more today about that and helping our kids to understand truth and understand God's word as a whole. But before we do that, I wanna say thank you to CTC Math, our sponsor. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com, try them out for free, see if it's a good fit for you, ctcmath.com. All right, Elizabeth, Thank you for coming back with me again. Day three, this is so fun. I'm really, really, really encouraged by this conversation. And I know that our listeners are too, because they came back with us on day three. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about some practical ways to get our kids to understand truth, because this is really what it all comes back to, right? It's not just, as you talked about in the last episode, it's not just reading God's word piece by piece and not really understanding it as a whole. We have to understand God's word as a whole, the whole story, we have to teach them the whole story. And we have to teach ourselves. I mean, this isn't just for kids. This is for us as adults too. We really need to understand who God is in the whole picture because it's such a beautiful picture. It's perfectly orchestrated by him. Every detail of the Bible Mm -hmm. is beautifully written and orchestrated by the the Lord. His word does not return void. And it is so good for every part of our lives. And so we need to help our kids to understand what truth is, right? And the way that we start to do that, of course, is by understanding scripture. How Give us some practical ways in a world that is just flipped upside down, and they're having so many things thrown at them at... The same time, um, it seems like we live in a really confusing world and it can be confusing for us as adults, but especially for mm-hmm. kids who are not grounded in their faith. How can we practically teach them what truth is?
1: Yeah. I'm so glad that you asked this because this is a concept that is so terribly confused in our culture today. And if we're not careful at directly instructing our kids in the concept of truth, they can absorb these lies yeah. of our culture. Because, you know, I forget who said it. I want to attribute it to C.S. Lewis. Maybe it was him. It might've been some other wonderful thinker, but someone <laughs> at some time has said, you know, the most dangerous ideas in a society are not the ideas that are debated, but the ideas that are assumed. Because when ideas are assumed, they're not not argued they're not talked about it's just undergirding everything and one of these ideas you know n- at no fault of our own but over the past 150 years has just really snuck under everything in society is this idea that truth is subjective and it changes from person to person right. you know that there's such a thing as your truth and my truth where we know as believers that's not true there's just right. such a thing as the truth. Now, you might have your preferences and I might have my preferences, but that doesn't have to do with truth. That has to do with like our tastes, you know, or the things that we enjoy. And so one thing actually that we get emails about frequently at Foundation Worldview is this concept of truth. Because in one of our curriculums called Foundation Comparative Worldview Curriculum, one of the first activities that we have families do is they ask their kids the question is the truth true for everyone? And then they give them a sticky note and their kid has to write down on the sticky note why they think, yes, the truth is true for everyone or no, the truth is not true for everyone. And what so many parents and pastors and Christian educators are shocked by is that you know their kids have John 14, six memorized. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. But then when they're asked that question, More than 50% of the kids who go through this curriculum say, no, the truth is not true for everyone. Different Mm -hmm. people have different truths. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, what do we do? And we say, we'll keep going through the lessons because by the end of the unit, (laughs) they do that same activity again. And all of the kids having gone through that unit understand, oh, the truth is true for everyone. And they're able to defend that. But if we never take the time to actually step back and talk with our kids about truth and help to teach them what the truth is, they're going to buy into that lie. And so what I recommend that parents do is the first thing we need to do is to define truth. And when we think about it, it's actually a kind of a pretty difficult concept. You know, aside from saying Jesus is the truth, like, what do we mean? Because we understand that Jesus is the true way to God and that Jesus sustains the world. You know, he's created it and he's sustaining it. But if we ask our kid, you know, okay, go complete this math problem. And it's three times three. And they write down Jesus. We're going to be like, (laughs) okay, actually, that's not the right answer. You know, we're like, explain the process of photosynthesis. And they're like, Jesus, we're going to be like, okay, (laughs) he sustains that, but like, that's, that's not the correct answer. Like we need to, we need to talk about this. And And so when we talk about truth, the the definition of truth that's just assumed in Scripture and has been assumed throughout most of human history is that truth is what is real. So when we're talking about truth, we mean what is real? What is actually how the world is? And so an activity I love to do with kids— especially if you're working with kids like under the age of 12, just set up a treasure hunt for your kids. You know what your kids like, you know, like whether they like chocolate or stickers or like a, you know, like a date with dad coupon or something like that and hide that somewhere in your house. And then write out several different sets of directions and explain to them. Some of these directions are true. They're going to really lead you to where the prize really is. And some of these directions are not true. They're not going to lead you to where the prize really is. And then have them choose a set of directions and follow it. And then debrief after. You know, if they chose the true set of directions, why did you find the date with dad coupon? Or why did you find the chocolate? Because those directions showed you what was real. Hmm if you, if you didn't find it, why didn't you find it? Because those directions, they tricked you. They did not show mm, you what is real. So just wow. to explain that, if you're working with teens who are like, I am not going on a treasure <laughs> hunt, have them create a recipe, like, like give them a faux recipe for their favorite dessert. That's like, has way too much salt or yeah. not enough sugar or not enough flour and have them follow the recipe. And then it's going to come out really terrible and be like, why did this come out terrible? Oh, Cause the recipe didn't tell us the truth yeah. about how to make this dessert. So just so that they get this concept, truth is what is real. And then we need to teach them to discern the difference between what I would call objective truth claims and subjective preference claims. If you're working with little guys, talk about truth versus feelings. You know, if you're working with eight years old on up, you can talk about objective truth claims versus subjective preference claims. With older kids, just give them sentences. Be like, okay, if I say earth is round, Is that an objective truth or is it a subjective preference? And talk about the difference. If it was a subjective preference, oh my gosh, can you imagine how bumpy the world would be? Because every time somebody said the earth is round, it would become round. Every time somebody said the earth is flat, it would flatten out. Like That would be a huge (laughs) bumpy existence. So crazy. Or then a a sentence like, um, ice cream is the best dessert. Is that an objective truth or a subjective preference? It's a subjective preference. Like some people think ice cream is the best. Some people think, you know, chocolate chip cookies are the best. And so just give them examples like that. So they're constantly thinking, is this something that's either true or false, or is this going to change based on person to person? Then apply that to scripture. Yeah. Wow. Okay. When scripture says that God created the heavens and the earth, is that an objective claim? Like it's either true or false, or is that a preference claim? that's objectively like either God created the heavens and the earth or God did not create the heavens and the there. And then when we get to the core of Christianity, you know, talking about the resurrection, you know, some people in our culture will be like, Oh, that's nice for you. You think Jesus rose from the grave. How nice, you know, yeah. that's your opinion. It's like, no, it's not my opinion. Like either Jesus rose from the grave mm-hmm. and he's still alive or he is dead. Like there's no yeah. third option. And it doesn't matter what you and I think, feel, or believe about it. It's objective. It doesn't matter what our feelings, right. you know, th- feel about it. So that's so important because then as we're teaching our kids scripture, we can bring it back to this. You know, these claims in scripture, are these objective truth claims or subjective preference claims? And we're not trying to negate feelings. You know, emotions shouldn't be negated. They're part of being created in God's image. Yeah. You know, and and the Psalms are, are, are full of emotions, right. you know, but emotions need to be discerned because right now the narrative in our culture is if I feel it, Mm -hmm. that is my truth. And my lived experience, my truth is the most real thing that's out there. And we want our kids to know, okay, we don't stuff our emotions. We don't hide them away. They're part of being created in God's image, but as fallen image bearers, our emotions, sometimes they point us to truth, sometimes they point us away from truth and we have to discern that. So it's so important that we lay this foundation just for what truth is and how truths are different than feelings so that our kids understand when we're reading scripture, it's not like, oh, this is nice for Christians or this is nice for our family. It's like, no, either this is true yeah. or this is not true. Right. <laughs> and we believe that it's true. And here's the evidence why we believe it's true and why we're going to stake our lives on it and why we're going to spend our lives seeking
0: God through his word. <laughs> wow. Amen. All right. We're going To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their Creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview. Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Elizabeth, and I have been so encouraged this week. It has been so fun talking to you and and, uh, just hearing wisdom from you. God has really, he has gifted you, Elizabeth, truly he has gifted you. Um, and I'm thankful that you have shared that with us. So what, what do you want to leave us with? I mean, you've got an audience that's listening right now, a bunch of homeschool parents, mostly moms, but we have dads who listen as well. And we even have kids who listen. It's so much fun because we often hear from moms that their kids listen along because you know they've got it playing in the car. They play the podcast through, you know, their Bluetooth or or, or through you know I don't know <laughs> whatever whatever they're playing it through, and so their kids listen as well. So if you could just give one. Last bit of encouragement to our audience, um, what would you want to say?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question because I know I've shared so much, you know, over the past three days, and I know it can be a lot to take in, but what i really love to leave busy moms and dads with, just with a word of encouragement, a reminder of truth, you know, that, that you have been reconciled to God, which means you are actually united with Christ. And, mm-hmm. you know, in Ephesians, it tells us that we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And, and I know that many times parenting can just seem overwhelming, and homeschooling your children is a blessing. And I also know that it, sometimes it can feel like a burden. So I just want to remind you of the truth that God has reconciled you to himself, that he's united you in Christ. And whether you're feeling in this moment like you're a great mom or a great dad or you're a terrible mom or a terrible dad, the, the reminder is, is that Christ— righteousness covers us. And when God looks at you, that's what he sees. So whether this has been a great day or a terrible day, just, just remind yourself of that truth that you can rest in. And then when we can rest in that reality, that's when we're freed up to do these other really important things like immersing our kids in scripture, Mm -hmm. teaching them the skills that they need to interpret God's word, you know, teaching them what is truth and how to discern what is truth. So just if I don't want you to leave here today, thinking through all these things that I've said and feeling overwhelmed, like it's another thing to add to your list. I, I just wanna yeah. remind you of the truth that you've been reconciled to God, you're united with Christ, you're clothed in his righteousness. And because of that, because of the freedom that God has given you in that, you can rest in that and then move forward You know, with all the tools that God has given you to disciple the children that he's placed mm-hmm. in your care. So that,
0: that would be my word of encouragement to all the moms and dads listening today. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. That is encouraging. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students do you have multiple students with individual learning styles homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education bju press is here to help for each academic subject bju press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. One last thing really quickly. I know you've got webinars um, on YouTube. You've got lots of information out there. You have your online curriculum, which we talked about yesterday. Um, And by the way, I asked you in the break, I said, do you have a coupon code that you can offer to our audience? And and our audience will know, I don't know that you, I don't know that we've ever done this. I mean, we never offer coupon codes, but (laughs) I think this is such a great resource and tool for parents and so Mm -hmm. important for us. And so you said, yes, that you could (laughs) give us a coupon code for 15% off of your online program. Um, So if you guys are interested in ordering it, what is the website that they go to? So it's foundationworldview.com. Okay. And then when
1: you're in the checkout process, it will ask you if you have a coupon code. And if you use SR15 for schoolhouse rocked 15, um, we'll give you 15% off any family license.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate that. So SR15, use that in the checkout Um, And do you have some sample videos that people can watch, like if they're just trying to figure it out? Okay. Yes. If you go to foundationworldview.com, if you just look in the upper right-hand
1: corner of our website, it says get a sample lesson. If you click on that, you can look through the different curriculums we have, choose which sample lessons you have. You can even then go through and do them with your kids to see, is this a good fit for our family before you decide to purchase? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's such a blessing. I love being able to test things out first and see if it's Mm -hmm. a good fit for us. So um, check that out. And then tell us really quickly about the webinars that you have on YouTube.
1: So I love getting to do webinars. It's one of my favorite parts of my job. And so what we'll do is twice a month, we do webinars at Foundation Worldview. And in one of them, I will teach on a topic. You know, it usually has something to do with scripture and culture um, that we we just recently did one on, you know, teaching our kids to think carefully about words. You know, when people use words like love or justice or tolerance, you know, how do we get them to think carefully so they're not duped into believing an unbiblical Mm -hmm. idea? You know, we have other ones coming up where we're actually teaching them, you know, like, how how do they discern when, the, when there's a false idea within the Christian community? You yeah. know, how do we teach them to discern that? And so I love doing that. And then the second webinar that we'll do during the month is I'll usually interview someone And a lot of times it's not even people that work with kids, but it's just people that have really great, solid biblical ideas. And I'll interview them and just kind of translate down what they, the ideas that they have and how we can then implement them with our kids. Sometimes it's, we have a monthly book club where we recommend three titles, one for adults, one for eight to 12 year olds, and one for uh, four to seven year olds. And we give worldview questions to discuss through that. So a lot of times we'll interview um, the author of the adult book (laughs) and then translate down their ideas for kids. So those can be found at our website um, on the webinars page or they can also be found at our
0: YouTube channel, Just Foundation Worldview. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. We will put links to all those things in the show notes so you guys don't have to go searching for them. Elizabeth, thank you so very much for being with us this week. I have really, really, really been encouraged and just your wisdom really um, is amazing. Um, God has really blessed you. Praise God! And I appreciate you sharing with us this week. Um, and just giving us the tools that we need to be able to help our kids to understand God's word. So thank you so much for being with us. It's been my pleasure, Yvette. Yeah, thank you. And thank you guys for joining us. We are so thankful that you have chosen to spend part of your week with us. Here on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, there are so many other podcasts you can be listening to. And so it is an honor to be part of your week and part of this journey that you are on of educating and discipling the hearts of your children. We love you guys, we pray for you. If there's something specific you would like us to pray about, send us an email. You can email us anytime at podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. We read those, we pray for you as a family and we love the blessing and opportunity and privilege to be able to do that. Uh, Schoolhouserocked.com is where you can find all information. And if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, do that on the website as well. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you back here on Monday. Bye.